It's time for Rama for Today. How did he say that we know we're children of God? His Spirit, God's Spirit, bears witness with our spirits. Sometimes you can't tell a person how you know, but you just know it right down there on the inside of you. Amen, isn't that right? You know it. You know it. An inward witness. That is the main way. That is the primary way that he will lead you and guide you is number one, the inward witness. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. Under the Old Covenant, no one except the king, the priest, and the prophet had the Holy Spirit upon them to enable them to stand in that office. What we call the laity or the general public did not have the Spirit of God either in them or on them and knew nothing about the leading. Under the new covenant, Jesus said to me, it does not say as many as are led by prophets, they're the sons of God. (laughs) Oh no, oh no. And that's where we get in trouble again, not getting our minds renewed, not getting our souls saved. Then we're running around for some prophet to prophesy to us to tell us what to do. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. (laughs) Amen. No, Jesus said to me, The ministry of the prophet in this area in the New Testament is only to confirm what people already have in their own spirits. And you'll notice I tell people all the time, if you don't already have it in your own spirit, then don't you do it. If it doesn't confirm something you have, then forget it, forget it, forget it. No, it doesn't say as many as are led by prophets. They're the sons of God. It said as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. The sons of God can, uh, can expect to be led by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And really, it's there all the time. You haven't recognized it because you're not spiritual enough. You're too much living in the soul realm or too much in the physical realm. And if you take the, the time to listen, you'd find the guidance. Well, now, how does he guide us? That's a good question. He is going to lead us. We have the scripture that said so. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. They're not led by somebody else telling them what to do. That's not the leading at all. How does he lead? Well, the 16th verse gives you a clue. The Spirit itself, or as the margin says, Himself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Well now, if in this most important aspect of life, the most important thing that can happen to you, being becoming a child of God, if that's the way that he lets you know that you are a child of God, his spirit bearing witness with your spirit, 
then you could understand that that's the first and the foremost way that he'll lead you is number one by the inward witness and the inward witness will be above all other witnesses that's number one that's the primary way you don't know that you're a child of God because somebody prophesied to you you were saved. You wouldn't even accept that. You don't know that you're a child of God because somebody else said, I feel like you are. You don't accept that. Amen. You're not a child of God because you had a vision. You might or you might not, but that don't make you a child of God. That's not what the Bible said. That's not the way you know you're a child of God. Isn't that right? How did he say that we know we're children of God? His spirit, God's spirit, bears witness with our spirits. Sometimes you can't tell a person how you know, but you just know it right down there on the inside of you. Amen. Amen. Isn't that right? You know it. You know it. An inward witness. That is the main way. That is the primary way that he will lead you and guide you is number one, the inward witness. So we're going to talk about how the Lord leads us by the Spirit. Number one, by the inward witness. You will find that being led by an inward witness is number one, as I said. Or it's the primary way that the Lord leads all of his children. Now I could think of a many times in life that I've been led by an inward witness and most always that's the way I'm led. Oh yes, I've had revelations and I've had other way, but most of the time, the majority of times, that's the way I'm led. I came to Tulsa by an inward witness. I remember one time I'll go back and give one illustration and I'll give one a little bit closer here. I didn't know as much as I know now. Now don't misunderstand me at all. I don't know as much now as I'm going to know. Glory to God. I'd hate to think that I know all that I'd ever know in this life about God and the Holy Ghost and the Bible. It'd be terrible for a fellow to die being as ignorant as I am. And you'd just think how terrible it would be for, for you to die. Amen. No, I don't know everything. Do you? I'll say it again. I'll say, well, don't be afraid to tell people I don't know. Because you don't. You don't know everything. Amen. Thank God what we do know. Well, now, I, I want to show you something here about this inward witness. Uh, my wife and I were pastor of a little church in the black land of north central Texas. And so, I, uh, there's another church wanted me to come and try out as pastor down in the oil field of east Texas. So I went down there and preached on a Sunday. And in 1941. And uh, they, after I'd preached on that Sunday, I was on my way back home traveling after the service back to, to my home. It was over, a little over 100 miles, about 120 miles, I guess. Well, you had to go then. 
no two-lane roads, no highways, or even four-lane roads. And uh, they'd asked me, you know, if they could vote on me for pastor. And so I said yes, and so I put out this fleece. You see, I hadn't been too long. I was born and raised Southern Baptist and started preaching Southern Baptist, got the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a Baptist pastor in 1937 and 19 after receiving the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists. In 1939, June of 39, I accepted the pastor of this little full gospel church. Now in March of 1941, you see, a couple of years later, this church wanted to consider me. And I'd, I'd got, been around these full gospel people long enough now until a lot of their uh, misconceptions had rubbed off on me. Don't misunderstand me, there's a lot of good things got off on me too. Praise the Lord. But this one was bad. I kept hearing them. I didn't hear that so much among the Baptists, but I kept hearing them talking about putting out a fleece. So I put out a fleece. See, it would, I knew better. It saved me a lot of trouble praying. Saved you a lot of trouble getting alone, waiting on God. Maybe fasting. Just put out a fleece. Now, Lord, if you want me to do that, well, you do this. Or, Lord, shut that door and open this door. But some of those doors the devil might shut and the devil might open because they're on his territory. Huh. That'd be sort of like praying, now, Lord, if you want me to go to Kansas City next week and preach while you open Brother Hagin's front door. Well, no, I might open that myself. I live over there. <laughs> Anything that you might call on to be done in this world, Satan's the god of this world, the Bible said. So I said, Lord, I'm going to put out a fleece. And see, and I just turned over to you, and I didn't realize that it didn't turn over, Lord. Uh, and uh, if, I, if they elect me 100%, that's my fleece. You see, if I get elected 100%, I'm going to accept that as the will of God, and I'll take that church. I've got every vote. They miss God. I miss God. They got fleeced, and I got fleeced. And I learned not to mess with these fleeces. Amen. So I said, uh, I'll tell you the truth about it. See, I got out of the will of God. I got out of the perfect will of God. God just let me do it if I wanted to. But see, I thought all the time, you see, because this is my fleece. My fleece said do it, you see. I'll tell you, I got down there and got moved into postage. And a lot of things was more comfortable from the natural standpoint than what we'd had before. We got more money than we got before had a better pastures to live in than we had before. It was driving a better automobile than I had lived before. But I'll tell you the truth about it. I'd study and pray and get me a message and, oh man, I'm just all on fire. And the minute I'd step inside the church door, it's like somebody poured a bucket of cold water on me. I lost it all. I'm telling you, in 14 months' time, I didn't preach a decent sermon. <laughs> it's a good thing that I had a background of learning to preach from notes, and I had them right there in front of me. No inspiration. My wife was reluctant to say anything. She finally did say, Honey, you've got to where you can make a pretty good talk. <laughs> That's all I was doing, just making talks. I wasn't a preacher. And when that year was up, or 14 months, I'd accepted 14 months, I left. I left there. I didn't wait for some signal to leave. I left. <laughs> now, later on, in pastoring, I always wanted to go back there and preach because I wanted them people to know I couldn't preach. Because <laughs> they never heard me. They heard me give a talk. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagen, Kenneth W. Hagen, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. We're offering This Is The Day, a single DVD by Kenneth E. Hagen. A book by Kenneth W. Hagen entitled Avoiding the Trap of Being Offended. And lastly, a single CD by Lynette Hagen called Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones. All these items at the special discounted price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, you've got something coming up here in September that people need oh, to know about, wow. especially the ladies. The ladies need to know about my Kindle the Flame Women's Conference. That is September the 28th through the 30th. Registration course is now open. It is a women's conference like no other women's conference that, that you'll ever go to. Lynette and, and our daughter Denise, yes. they host this convention. And our conference, I guess you'd yes. call it. And it is a great... Hey, guys, if you want to do something good for your lady, yes, go register. Go to raymond.org slash KTF register. Get, get her Surprise all, her. Yeah, get she her will all, be surprised. Yeah, get her all set up. Because <laughs> it is a great conference. Yes. You need to be there. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.